Hello, and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamant Rao. I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ, and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. In the last two episodes that we made on creating winning UGC ads, we shared our best practices checklist to nail shoot and also talked about how we go about building the content and structure for a winning UGC ad. In today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the first tactical steps of the entire process, which is how to direct a shoot remotely. This includes preparing the brief for our actors and the different steps we take to communicate with them so you can get a killer video without having to rent out a production crew or a shoot location or spending a bomb on a shoot by getting a self-paced remote asynchronous shoot with a UGC actor. This episode will give you an idea of what our outreach looks like and how we narrow down the right actors for the job. We've included ready-to-go templates in the show notes for every step of the outreach process to get you started. Let's jump right in. So the first step is to identify the right actors. Now you have a choice. You can work with influencers or actors or creators. You can directly approach influencers or socials or through their agents, or you can use aggregated platforms like Modash. Since influencers are already experienced in creating content, you don't have to worry about the, you know, the finish or the production value of the UGC. The challenge with influencers though, is that you have very little control over the final output. We often, you know, you will oftentimes find that your brief specifies some things and the influencer just does something else because they want the creative freedom and the license to shoot as they will. And oftentimes they will tell us, don't tell me what to do, right? So oftentimes you will find that a lot of influencer videos don't meet some of the best practices for performance marketing. And that is a challenge for that reason we find that micro-influencers who are typically folks without a large following, typically less than 10,000, are much better for producing UGC videos. You know, just because it gives us a lot more leeway and freedom to direct them as we see fit, right? One way of doing this is to use platforms like Billow and uh, Obviously, in these platforms, your brief is an all-important guideline because you are still working with the platform and the platform reps, and you still don't have 100% control over your output. So you do need to specify exactly what you need so they understand and they can give you to the best of their ability and understanding since you're just interacting with actors through the platform's team. But if you do want complete creative control over your UGC, you have to own the relationship with actors or creators. The best way to do that 
is to put out a casting call. You can use the website like Backstage. You can tailor the brief just the way you like it, find exactly the kind of actors you want and communicate with them directly to get exactly the kinds of UGC you want. If you look at the show notes for this episode, you'll find our templates for the outreach communication and add in your details, customize it, and you will be good to go. The next part is preparing the brief that will include what the actors have to shoot around, what, what the actors will have to shoot, right? What in the brief you have to have the housekeeping items like the budget, what orientation, how to send you the footage. You have to tell them if you need them to shoot with the green screen and things like that. If you have a previous video that the actor can reference to take inspiration from for either the tone, the look and look and feel or the appearance, leave a link to that as well in your brief so it's very clear, right? In, if you look at the show notes again, we have included a link to the template of our brief that we use internally for our own shoots. Again, if you use that, you don't have to worry about checking all of these boxes because those are all included in there. If you use that template, you can jump into the most important bit, the script. What about the script? You have to break it down into shots, include details like B-rolls, camera angles, where the actor should shoot, tell them what you want them to do or say in each shot, right? And as you can tell, it's not the script is not just the, the words that they utter. It's also about their surroundings, the other shots that you need to have in place to have a great UGC video. Right? Because the video is much, much more than what they say to the camera. Right? You know, again, you want to be as clear and explicit as possible. For instance, if they have to mention the name of the app, you have to add instruction that say something like, Please show your phone screen with the XYZ app open and facing the camera. Please ensure the contents on the screen are contents of the screen are clearly visible in the shot. You really need to be explicit and you really need to over communicate because the actor has never worked with an app like you. They have not very often worked with remote shoots like yours. So you really need to over communicate. You really need to put things in writing. You should also add cues to emote or emphasize whenever required, and also include best practices to follow while shooting, right? And check out the other episodes in our UGC series for more, more on this. And you'll see links to those episodes in the show notes below. The last thing that is also important to include in the brief is additional notes on stuff that's great to have, but not critical. This, these are things that could make the difference between a great video and a good video. These could be clothes, appearance, style, tone and vibe of the video. And if the actor is somewhat experienced, they get what you're going for, but you do want to be as clear and explicit as possible. Again, in the show notes, you will find some of the sample scripts that we've produced. Feel free to modify these while you're building your own scripts. Now, let's talk about how we actually communicate with the actors. You have the brief, you know who you want to reach out to. How do you communicate with them asynchronously so you can actually get a killer video? 
Now we break this section down into three stages, outreach, clarifications, and conclusion. Outreach is almost always via email or a direct message, whether it's with a new actor or someone you work with regularly. Uh, again, the only exception is if you use a self-contained platform like Billow, you don't interact directly with the actor, but instead you interact with the platform's internal team. We typically try and use our own direct relationships so we can actually have control over the actual outcomes. Now, we've included a template of emails to actors that respond to our casting calls or that we already have a relationship with. You know, to give you an idea, th this email contains a few key details, like the number of videos, how much time or effort the actor will have to put in, the deadline, and of course, a link to your script brief. Bear in mind, actors are reading this typically on their phones. So you don't want to put the text of the brief in the body of the email because that just makes the email very long. Link to the brief in your email so that the actors can click through and read the briefs separately. Keep in mind, if you plan to use a green screen, mention it explicitly in the body of your email as a lot of actors don't have it. And also ask the actor to explicitly confirm whether they will work on the video. A lot of actors flake. You want to be explicit, you want to be clear, you know, and you want to know if they're not going to do it, you want, you want to know sooner than later. So you can just find somebody else. Second part of the communication phase is about clarifications. Because, you know, let's just say the actor is confirmed, of course, you're on, but oftentimes they will ask you for clarifications. It's best to anticipate these. These are some of the frequently asked questions. The most common one, fee negotiations and timeline of payment. This is obviously for new actors, as your regulars will already know what to expect and you have some relationship with them. New actors may also be skeptical about whether they will even get paid. But if they ask for more money, we have a negotiation email in our show notes. Check that out where you reiterate what the script is about, the fact that it's not super time consuming because it's shot remotely and you address their concerns about a higher fee with this negotiation email. Another common question is whether they can use an iPad or another tablet to shoot app walkthroughs, since some actors don't have a second phone to shoot app walkthroughs. You should definitely have a solution plan for these, especially if, a, if an actor's UGCs perform well. One of the ways in which we handle this is to switch to a full screen display of the app while continuing the dialogues as a voiceover. Another option can be to keep the actor on screen and show the app inside a phone pop-up alongside the actor. This is especially useful if the actor's expressions are worth keeping on screen. Another question we face is about specific shots in the script, which differ from project to project. Things like if they need to change clothes for different shots, whether a shot requires them to deliver, deliver the dialogues to the camera or off camera. Again, a lot of this can be anticipated and already included in your brief as FAQs. So think of possible reservations, think, think about possible questions your actors can ask and anticipate these. Once an actor sends in the footage, review it as soon as possible because you may just have to request a reshoot. Sometimes even if they've spoken 
that lines perfectly, some of the other B-roll isn't the greatest, some of the other footage isn't the greatest, you may want to request a reshoot. So review quickly so, so that you can get back to them. And reshoots can also increase turnaround time. So you have to bake that into your delivery time and process. If you're communicating with the actor, be as clear and transparent about why you're requesting a reshoot so that if they're missing a best practice that you already communicated, they are mindful of it for future shoots, assuming you like them and you want to work with them. And it's assuming this is a best practice that you didn't factor into your guidelines. It's something you want to keep in mind for the future guidelines. And the last step when you, is when you conclude. Conclude the communication with the actors. Once your video editors have given you the first cut and you know for sure that you do not need any more footage from the actor, it's time to close things out. Send them a talent release agreement to sign. This is basically an agreement with which the actor gives you permission to use the footage on different on the socials and other platforms. You can get your legal team to draw up a boilerplate TRA, or you can certainly look for some of the resources online to give, get you templates. And of course, you can use an online signature tool like HelloSign, eSignatures, and so on to get these signed. In the same email that contains the TRA, it's also recommended that you let the actor know when they can expect the payment to, to minimize follow-ups from them about when they're going to get paid, right? Again, in the show notes, you will see a template of the email to close the loop. So to summarize the different steps we take to direct and close out a shoot remotely, A, find the right actor, prepare your brief, reach out to actors, address the frequently asked questions and clarifications, close the loop with the actors. There you have it. That's our tried and tested formula for working with actors to produce UGC and live action videos remotely and asynchronously without spending a bomb on production. What do you think? We would love to hear anything you may have done differently and any learnings you may have had. Drop us a note on hi at rocketshiphq.com. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. And don't forget to check out the different templates of our outreach emails and messages in the show notes as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share.